We're getting embroiled in this scandal swirling around the UN's Relief and Works Agency. At the moment, we're holding a million-dollar contribution. Just for now, the UNRWA is under a cloud after Israel alleged that agency staff were involved in the attacks by Hamas on October the 7th. Jeffrey Miller, international geopolitical analyst, is with us this morning out of Australia. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. What is the right thing to do here? Should we hand this money over or not? Look, I think a review is appropriate. I think it needs to be done quickly, given what UNRWA, uh, as it's usually called, does in in the Palestinian territories. I mean, it's, it provides aid to virtually all of the two million of the two million residents in Gaza. It's got a huge infrastructure, thirteen thousand uh, staff in Gaza alone. Um, it has a big budget, about 1.2 US, billion US dollars uh, to match, but that's because it does a lot. And the other avenues for providing humanitarian aid, the Red Cross, Red Crescent, World Food Program, very much supplementary to that. Mm. So we do need a review. I think perhaps there need to be other safeguards, uh, oversight measures put in place. Uh, there's been criticism of UNRWA for decades, um, particularly from Israel. Uh, you know, obviously, it's a war situation at the moment. Uh, we do need aid flowing through there. The humanitarian situation is absolutely dire. But that doesn't mean we should be giving UNRWA a blank check. Uh, but I mean, would you go so far as to say it's been infiltrated by Hamas? Oh, look, I guess there's a fair amount of overlap between UNRWA's employees and the views of the population of Gaza, which are you know, quite heavily in favour of Hamas. But I think there's a world of difference between having opinions and participating in the attack on October the 7th. And that's the allegation that 12 UNRWA uh, employees, nine of whom have now been dismissed by UNRWA, which shows you that there is some credence to the allegations that nine of, that 12 UNRWA employees were directly involved in those attacks, those brutal Hamas attacks on Israel. That is unacceptable. And it means that Western countries, Western donor countries, indirectly funded, uh, I guess, uh, Hamas attacks on Israel. That's why these allegations are so serious. And they do need to be investigated and they do deserve scrutiny. Although, uh, I mean, for context, we need to see that they have something like 13,000 staff, just this one agency in Gaza. That's right. 13,000 staff in Gaza alone, around 30,000 in total across the countries in which they operate. It's a massive organisation. It has much in common with the government, uh, really, uh, because you know the governing uh, operations in, in Gaza and the West Bank are so dysfunctional, whether it's Palestinian Authority or Hamas itself. So UNRWA picks up the slack. And, you know, there are real issues with UNRWA. I guess you don't want the Palestinian people and the population of Gaza now who are suffering so much uh, to, you know, pay the price totally for that. Um, there needs to be an investigation, need to be safeguards put in place. But we desperately need that humanitarian aid to flow through. New Zealand's provided around $10 million to the World Food Programme and to the Red Cross and Red Crescent uh, since this crisis began. So it's a lot more than the $1 million each year that we provide to UNRWA. Uh, and I guess the other countries involved who have suspended their funding uh, will be looking to provide uh, additional assistance through those other mechanisms. But it's difficult because of the infrastructure that UNRWA has. You know, they're by far the biggest humanitarian organisation in Gaza. Thanks so much for your time this morning, international geopolitical analyst Jeffrey Miller on that situation. For now, at the moment, that contribution of $1 million from New Zealand is on hold pending further investigation. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.